We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. I don't even know what happened. They was you unconscious? No. I had to ask my wife. She, can, she was there. She can tell you. But the glory of God came down on me. The anointing. See, here's where the trouble is. People trying to do these things in the flesh. They're trying to do it. They're hollering at the devil in the flesh. You might as well be barking like a dog. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Taking Your Place, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Let's get down to this. Let's just skip over some of this. Get down to some things the Lord wants to share with us. When it comes to the healing ministry, let's get down to the healing ministry of Jesus. We see him ministering healing in a number of ways. Now notice this, that the body of Christ today is the church. And Jesus now has become the head. And Jesus is continuing to do in the Acts of the Apostles, you see him continuing to do and to teach the same thing that he began to do and teach as recorded in the four Gospels. He's doing it through his body, the church. Hallelujah. You don't go very far into the Acts of the Apostles until you see Peter and John going into the gate called Beautiful. And there sits a man there that's crippled. He's asking alms or begging alms. And Peter said, but John, fasten your, look on us. Fasten your eyes on us or look on us. Well, he's not bragging on himself. not talking about look on us, who we are. He's talking about look to us because we've got something for you. And so the Bible says the man looked upon them expecting and that's exactly why he said what he said to him is to get him to expect to receive something. Expecting to receive something of them. And he immediately said, Peter immediately said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name, hallelujah, of the Lord Jesus Christ, arise and walk. And he took him by the hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he went into the temple leaping and walking and praising God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Well, the crowd, the multitude came together. They knew about this fellow, lifelong cripple, sitting there at the gate begging alms. They ran together. Peter said, why look on us as though by our own power or our own holiness we'd made this man to walk. No, blessed be God, it's because Jesus, the head, is still doing, doing what he'd always done, what he began to do. Amen? I was holding a meeting right here in the state of Oklahoma in the year of 1951 in the month, latter part of July, a camp meeting, a sectional camp meeting for the Assemblies of God. 
They put up a tent in the city park in Hugo, Oklahoma, a sectional meeting, and invited me to come preach every night, minister to the sick. Well, in those days, I'd preach and then give an altar call, sent people to be saved and filled with the Spirit, and, and then I'd start a healing line. I'd sit in a chair on the platform and would... Uh, reason I did that is you'll last longer. You know, after you preach an hour, you, you give out after a while. And when you get tired, the anointing will lift from you. And so I sat in the chair. Well, I'm ministering to these people. And I saw this lady coming. And she had a little child in her arms. Finally, when she got down to where I was, she had that child sought her up under her arm like a sack of flour, a sack of salt, or a sack of sugar or something. And I could see that child's little old legs just a dangling like that. Like a rag doll. I took the child from her arms and set it on my lap. And I said, uh, 1951, you see, before the salt vaccine. How old is this child? She said, about four and a half years old. Well, I said, I suppose I you know, the child had paralysis, you see. And she said, that, yes, when he's 14 months old. And the little boy, 14 months old, those little old limbs are still no bigger than was when 14, wasn't any bigger around than a stem and dangling. Well, I'll tell you the truth about the matter. I don't even know what happened. They was you unconscious? No. I had to ask my wife. She, can, she was there. She can tell you. But the glory of God came down on me. The anointing. See, here's where the trouble is. People's trying to do these things in the flesh. They're trying to do it. They're hollering at the devil in the flesh. You might as well be barking like a dog. <laughs> Amen. Well, somebody said, what if we do it in other tongues? Well, you can speak in other tongues in the flesh. You might as well be barking like a dog. Not going to do a thing in the world. Amen. But you see, the head of the church operates through the body by the Holy Ghost. He's not here in person, but he, Paul prayed for this church at Ephesus that did no. The eyes of understanding and light did understand this power that raised him from the dead and set him under his own right hand. And I'll be honest with you, the glory of God came down on me. I couldn't see a thing like it was in a cloud. I heard people hollering and when it lifted, I looked around that little boy was running up and down the platform. Just running up and down the platform. Healed. Heal. Jesus continued to do what he began to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, we had a little old tent, you know, just a small meeting, sexual convention, a little tent about 60 feet wide and 120 feet long. We didn't know so many people were there. I mean, there's cars all around. People started running from everywhere. They thought I did that. Those preachers had to get around me and hold them off of me. I mean, people just came out of the woods. Amen. 
No, thank God it's Jesus. Everybody say it's Jesus. Jesus. It's Jesus. Jesus. Say it again. It's Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's the same today. But how does he work? Through his body. Through his body. Through his body. By the Holy Ghost. Amen. Through his body, which is the church. And he is set. We read there from Romans. We're one body. But he said we don't all have the same offices. He set different offices in the church. God honors offices and moves through offices. I tell sometimes this story, but there's more to it. What you do on some of these things is just tell the part that's pertinent to what you're talking about at the moment. But there's more to it. I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost as a young Baptist boy preacher. 1937. Well, I, I'd always, since I'd been healed, taught faith and healing and laid hands on people. Even before the full gospel people ever came to our town. But I didn't have, because I didn't know, any manifestation of the Holy Ghost like this. We have them quite frequently today, and we see the manifestation everywhere, but we didn't then. We're going to see more as we go along now. But 1939, I was pastor of a little church. Folks from here, Paul Hinton's here from that church. Well, our pianist, Sister Ratliff, had a tumor, make a long story short, on her left lung. Larger than a man's fist. She's taking treatments, it's supposed to shrink it. If it doesn't, the next thing's an operation. But 1939, those operations weren't very successful. Less than 50% of them survived. And so I'm preaching one Sunday morning and I just dismissed, I had just said 10 minutes after 12, unless God was moving. I always dismiss people around 12. They know you stand all day. That's an entirely different thing if the Spirit of God's in manifestation. And so I said, it's 10 minutes after 12, everybody stand, we'll be dismissed. And I started my benediction. When to me it was just as real, it's my first experience in 1930, just as real as somebody standing behind me. And I recognize it as the voice of Jesus, which is the Holy Ghost. The head of the church said, there's a woman here I want to heal before you go today. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the two CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Our Rights in Christ. Also in this package is Lynette Hagan's book, Seed Thought Devotional. Lastly, Kenneth E. Hagan's book entitled, Five Hindrances to Growth in Grace. All this for the special radio price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, 
Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Honey, what happens next Sunday, May the 7th? Next Sunday, May 7th is yes. International Rama Day. And somebody will, what in the world is that? Well, we have Ramas all over the world, 280-some odd of them in 54 mm-hmm. nations, besides the mother school here in Broken Arrow or Tulsa, Oklahoma area. And uh, you pray for Rama, and you support Rama financially with a special gift, whatever you can afford to give mm-hmm. on that day, and then you tell others about Rama and get them to come to Rama Bible College. That's right. And you can sign up for that. Just go to rhema.org slash IRD. And that's what International Rama Day is all about. Uh, Dad and I started this several years ago. Quite a few years ago. Yeah, quite a few years ago. (laughs) Because we used to be involved with a a group. And they had a day for their Bible colleges. Every every church would take up and our people people, would get involved. And so churches can get involved personal park people and we even have some businesses that are involved that get involved, yeah, that yes. get involved with International Rhema Day. If you want to know more about it, just go to R-H-E-M-A.org forward slash I-R-D and you'll find out all about it. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth e. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.